Hello and welcome to the Startup Creative Podcast. I'm your host, Kayleen Langford, founder of Startup Creative, author of How to Start a Side Hustle and resident business coach, serving you straight up business advice to help you start, grow and scale the business of your dreams. Welcome back to the Startup Creative Podcast. I'm your host, Kayleen Langford, and today we're going to cover a topic that was requested via our Instagram callout of what topics you would like covered, and that is the topic of sabotage. And I'm going to assume that it means self-sabotage. And then I asked a few people what that, well, I asked the audience of what that looks like and how it shows up. And some of the answers were avoidance, big time, um, inaction, giving up, acting from fear and lack and past uh, experiences or perhaps even unconscious patterns in our life. And uh, I guess I see it and I'm going to be a bit savage here, but I definitely see it in coaching clients or, you know, even just some of the conversations I have with creatives who have ideas and want to bring them to life including myself, uh, which is excuses is a big way that sabotage can show up of, you know, um, now's not the right time, I can't afford it, Uh, once I get these things done or once it's perfect, all ways of sabotaging ourselves. And when I really sit down to think about what sabotage is, Uh, For me, it's like, where do we hold ourselves back? Where do we have a dream or a goal or a change or something that we want to, you know, implement or take action on or move towards? And we know that we want it. And we can even maybe sometimes get a business coach or make a plan or do the courses or read the books. And we still don't do anything about it where we in action pretty much. And when I looked up the dictionary definition, it was an underhanded interference with the production of work. It said about, you know, their definition was enemy agents during wartime or led by employees during a trade dispute um, to injure or to attack by sabotage, to botch or to strike. Uh, which is interesting, right? Because I think, you know, every personal development thing that I've done over the years and even, yeah, just getting really real with um, the successes that I do or don't have in my life and my business and the desires that do come to fruition and maybe those that are are yet to, you know, that I don't take action on, um, it really all comes down to ourself. <laughs> we self-sabotage, but we can also self-create. And, you know, if we look at that dictionary def- definition, it's like an interference with the with work and production. And yes, it, you know, in that definition, they definitely use outside forces. But I guess what I see and notice in myself and in so many of, you know, creative entrepreneurs and clients is that it's the the worker, the part of us, the inner voice um, that creates an interference that stops us from taking action um, in our in our lives. And, you know, instead of looking outside of us as to why can't I do this, whose fault is it, you know, it was a, it's not working or, you know, somebody or something outside of this sabotaged me, 
Um, where do we take responsibility? Where do we actually start to say what I have created or have lacked to create, uh, have not yet created, is a result of what I haven't done, What where I have caused that self-sabotage, where I've created interference or distractions or inaction or excuses as to why I haven't taken action. And it's a really interesting one because I think when I first started out as a business coach, there was, you know, I had a lot to learn and I'm still learning. But I think there was a part of me that was like, you know, a bit of an imposter and like, am I really good at this? And am I qualified? And that's a really interesting point, actually, because I see this a lot with um, clients who either go, you know, once I've got this study done, then I will launch my business and be the expert. And in some cases, it's very necessary and you have to be qualified or, you know, you, you should have a level of integrity in, in your knowledge and not just, you know, and think about what you're teaching and things. But I've also seen people with successful businesses who are like, oh, you know, it starts to unravel or it's not working like it used to. And maybe they're having that self-sabotage or those, you know, fears and doubts. And they they think the answer is to step away and to, to not take action in the business, but to go and add more um, study or, you know, more courses or more books or whatever, more outside advice to them in order to be, to feel that, um, you know, they're worthy of being able to, or, or they're capable. And I'm not going to um, discredit that at all because I think, yes, you know, there's times where I've been like, okay, cool, you know, that didn't work or, you know, I, I messed up there or whatever. How can I go back and learn so I don't do that again? So it definitely ha- plays its part. And only you will know, you know, when you ask that yourself the question, am I, is this stepping away to add more to my tank um, or, you know, my, my skill set necessary or is it, is it a point of, of very unconscious self-sabotage? And I think that's, um, that's probably the core of sabotage, right? It's unconscious. It's that unconscious worker in us trying to be like, don't you dare, you know, <laughs> like, nah, we, we can't do that. We can't take action. And it can look like avoidance, excuses, inaction, overwhelm, being flooded with emotions like anxiety as well of too scared to take action. And, for me, when I really, and I've been reading a lot about, you know, unconscious, you know, patterns inside of us of late. And, you know, we've talked about it here on the podcast before around limiting beliefs. So they're a story that we've believed that we've been told inside of us. And most of the time, they're deeply, deeply unconscious. So everything that we do, how we act, the risks that we're willing to take or, um, you know, the confidence levels or how we spend our money or whether we like public speaking or how we view ourselves in the mirror, all of those beliefs and actions and thoughts and feelings often come from a place of an unconscious pattern inside of us, a a belief system that most of the time was fed to us. And I think it's up to the age of 12 that we mostly live in our unconscious and we start absorbing our belief system of who we are, what we're capable of, and, you know, the personality and the traits and the beliefs about who we think we are. 
and that becomes our unconscious, you know, patterns. And unless we become aware of them and we have the ability to, you know, go in and and view them and understand them and then rewire them, then we can often find ourselves living in limiting beliefs, which is, you know, the more that I dive into this stuff and I try to understand myself and unravel myself as much as I can, I start to see that, you know, we really can become limitless if we're able to go in and and almost pull out the weeds of the limiting beliefs. So I'm going to share some tips about how I do that in my life um, and then also some tips and strategies for what to do when sabotage shows up. But I think the first step in this process is to start to notice because I think the thing that I've noticed over and over again in myself and in my coaching clients and the people that I work with is that sabotage is really subtle. It Sometimes it can, it can be really obvious, uh, which actually is a sign that you're closer to fixing it or changing it or taking action on it and, and kind of squashing it. But a lot of the times it'll play out in uh, a really unconscious way, which means that we're not totally aware that what we're doing is sabotaging ourselves and therefore we, you know, we stand by our excuses or we, you know, justify not taking action. Um, and it's just, yeah, it's, it, we're we're backing ourselves or we're so stuck in our ways that we're like, no, 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 it's not sabotage. It's a really legitimate reason. <laughs> um, so when I look at it, I think that sabotage kind of comes up is when we have a limiting belief where we think that we are not worthy of whatever is on the other side of that action. So if you're setting out to create a business or write a book or go after a big dream or a goal or get chosen for, a, you know, a team or an opportunity or get paid a certain price as well as another big one. Um, and it's a past story of like, no, 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 I'm not worthy of that or I can't do it, I don't have the skill sets or I'm, you know, it's not for me. Like no one in my family has done that before or I've never had that experience. It's unfamiliar to me so surely, you know, it's it's not allowed or it's not possible or it's not for me. And in some ways I think those belief systems are serving us to keep us from shame which is the fear of what people will think. And I think mostly shame comes from fear of failure. And it's an automated response of like when something gets scary or hard or it's requiring extra work or honing a skill or focus or discipline, I think then we shy away from it and we choose to avoid because it's going to be a new skill set or new habit that we have to learn and we haven't done it yet and what happens if we try to do it and it doesn't work and we fail what will people think yeah um and so another really big one I think is like when you take action and maybe you didn't get the results or maybe it's um you know I talked about this with a client the other day about planting seeds starting a business is a you know the first phase is planting a lot of seeds and you're putting them underground in the dark and you don't know 
you know, how they're going. Are they rising to the surface? And eventually as they they start to rise to the surface and little, you know, leaves start to show and roots build and we see eventually flowers, we're like, oh, okay, it's working. But if we can't see the evidence straight away often, and, you know, that's probably also a result of this fast-paced world of like instant gratification, right? We want to and we compare ourselves to others. We want to do something and get an instant result. And it doesn't always work like that, especially when you're starting out in a business. And so therefore we can be like, oh, well, I I tried and it didn't work. Or, you know, it's going to take a while, so I'll go over here and do this thing. And that's another really big one I see is people go, oh, you know, I've started this business, but what if I change it and do it like this? Or what if I, you know, I'm also going to start this other thing and I've got this other idea. And sometimes that's a way, and again, this is just all potentials. I see it in myself. I see it in others. I have these conversations with clients, so it's not like I'm talking behind their back. Oh, my job is to call them out when I when I see that behavior that I think is maybe an excuse rather than an actual strategy strategy or a practical next step for their business. And again, you know, my, my job is to question you and you will know in yourself. Um, but if there's, you know, you find yourself kind of, you know, splitting your attention into lots of different things and not really giving your all to one, that can be a sign that you're, yeah, you're just playing small a little bit. You're sabotaging to a way of being like, oh, it's a little bit scary if I fully dive in and really give this a proper shot. Um, okay, so how I do this, and this is, um, you know, a constant meditation practice, but also, you know, um, I do it, you know, with my mentors and, and friends and people that help me to zoom out and see as well. And then I do it in like a journaling, you know, business planning strategy as well. But if we go back to the point that sabotage is probably an unconscious happening, a belief system or an unconscious pattern inside of us, the beauty of that is that it doesn't have to rule you. It's not like this is going to be you forever and this is why, you know, I love meditation and understanding neuroscience and, you know, the unconscious belief systems is because once upon a time, we didn't think that we could change our beliefs and our patterns and our thoughts and, you know, who we are. And that's the Joe Dispenza book, which actually triggers a lot of people. And the title is Breaking the Habit of Being Yourself. And it's because it's we've the neuroplasticity that we've discovered in the brain is that what we focus on expands and what, you know, what you give energy and focus to is what's going to fire and wire as your belief systems in your brain. And the beauty of it is each and every single one of us has the opportunity to decide what neuropathways are firing and wiring and connecting in order to create thoughts, beliefs, actions in us. Okay, so it starts there. But you won't know that what they are until you do some self-discovery, you do some inquiry and when I think about sabotage and where I've faced it in my life is, yeah, a lot of that unconsciousness. But I think if you're listening to this, then you've on some level aware that you are sabotaging. You've given up making excuses. You've given up blaming other people. You've given up, you know, waiting for the right circumstances. You know that you've got what you, you've got the plan and you want the thing on the other side of whatever action that you're, you know, avoiding taking, 
and you're at some point aware that it's it's sabotage. It's just you now, you know, like you've tried everything else and it's like, wow, this is just me really, you know, shooting myself in the foot and not doing the thing that I know I need to be doing. So what do you have to do? <laughs> you have to figure out where that's coming from. And so my question for you would be sitting down and saying, do I believe that I'm truly worthy of what I'm trying to achieve? Do I actually really deeply believe, yes, I can have this. I'm allowed to have this. And again, back to the limiting beliefs, if you've never experienced the new reality or what you're setting out to achieve, you don't have evidence of it, you don't maybe have examples of your life or you know role models in your life of you know see it a lot with people who parents have never started businesses um, or been entrepreneurs and have had safe jobs um, they often don't believe that you know it's like oh it's too risky it'll never work I should go and get that safe job right so do you really truly believe and are you really actually backing yourself enough to say, yes, I do deserve this, I can have this? And then the second question is, do you believe that you are capable of doing it? Do you believe that you have what it takes to make the act, to take the action in order to bring this dream and goal to life? And I mean, we could go on a tangent just there, but I think I did a podcast on self-efficacy, which um, I'll link to in the show notes because I can't remember the title right now, but it's a few back. Um, and do you actually, yeah, so it's that belief, self-efficacy is the belief in do I actually believe I can do this? You know, do you have that sense of confidence and self-belief that you've got what it takes? Um, so they're the two really big questions to start with. And then you want to probably sit down and again, just quickly on that, when I, how I notice that sabotage is playing out in my life, it's that it's a reoccurring issue, right? So what ball do I keep dropping? You know, what action am I taking? And the trick is like in back to like, you know, the the automated patterns in our brain is that our brain is looking for patterns. It's looking for an automated response. And the beauty is, and this is why I meditate, is because you can step outside of your automated responses and you can observe the behavior. So we can, as humans, we can close our eyes, we can zoom out, we can almost, you know, look at ourselves from an outside perspective and say, well, what am I doing? You know, what is this real behavior? And when you can observe it, then you can actually start to change it. But until you're willing to sit down, and sometimes this is really painful, but to sit down and face and ask yourself the question, how am I creating this? How am I allowing this? You know, what what part of me is doing this, you know, rather than something outside of me of not giving, having enough time or, you know, if only I had more money or if only, um, you know, you, you know, my I could take a holiday and, and give this time. I don't think that our outside circumstances are necessarily the the difference between success and results and those who don't, I think it's actually internal belief systems and actions. 
And so being able to actually bring into awareness first and foremost where you're contributing to this, where what is your role to play in sabotaging. And then so you want to zoom out and really start to notice the reoccurring pattern. And I think in this phase, this is where, for me at least, it becomes painful. You know, you know, I think if you're listening to this, you've probably, yeah, already have some level of awareness that you can start to sense that it's your sabotage. And it's likely to be painful where you're frustrated at yourself. You're just like, what? Why? I had a whole day to do stuff and I still didn't do anything, you know. And we'll drive in we'll dive into some strategies about how to help with some of that stuff, but if you're noticing sabotage, um then you're probably feeling a little bit of that pain and frustration with yourself. But you maybe want to sit down and really ask yourself and have that, you know, self-reflection and that zoom out and start to give awareness to how this is playing out in your life. So what, and get really practical about it. What are you actually doing? Okay, I sit down and I distract myself with television, with Instagram, with feeling that, you know, getting the washing done is more important. What are the actual things that you do? What is the behavior that you're doing? I go for a walk or I take a phone call or, you know, I, you know, I, I don't know, I, I, I sleep in, you know, these things and um, say yes to a social gathering instead of, you know, knowing that you've got to do, get some stuff done. So actually really start to get really real with how does it play out in your life and what keeps coming up, you know, and is it coming from where, and then the, the next step is to go, where do you think it's coming from? Why are you doing this? You know, it's almost like sitting across from yourself and being like, hey, what the hell, <laughs> you know, and, and giving yourself a really hard talking to of being like, why do you think you do that? You know, is it because you, you believe you don't worthy, you're not worthy? Is it because you think you're, you're not good enough or that you're too scared in case you fail and really start to inquire into why you think this is playing up and what is the limiting belief that is keeping you small? Is it because you don't know how to do it? Is it because you feel, you know, that you've tried it before and, and you're going to stuff it up again or that nobody else believes in you or that you've given it your best shot and it's just not working and really start. And all you have to do there is get real about it, okay? And then we'll dive into the strategies as to what you can do um, once you're aware and which kind of like remedies you might need in order to counter where that sabotage is coming from. But the first step is to go take some time to zoom out so you can observe the pattern. Once you can name it and see it and, and list where it's coming from and then go deeper into why you think you might be doing that and what purpose is it serving because it's there for a reason. It's serving a belief system that you have regardless of whether it's a limiting belief or a positive belief, right? It's there to serve and give evidence to the belief system that you hold. And if the belief system that you hold is I'm not worthy of success or I'm not good enough and everybody else is better at this than me, then your sabotage is probably keeping you, it's reaffirming that. It's giving validation to that belief system because that's just how the brain's wired. 
The brain's not going to come back at you and be like, come on, yes, you can. That's your job. (laughs) That's the conscious mind job. But the unconscious is just going to follow demands. So whatever your sabotage and wherever it's playing out is serving a limiting belief for you. Sometimes it's a, you know, and then this is where we get into the strategies where we can be like, okay, here's here's how it plays out. And another strategy that I've been studying a lot lately is implementation. Um, what is the word? Um, yeah, in, had to check my notes then. <laughs> implementation intentions um, is uh, if if this happens, then I will take this action. And the research shows that, you know, somebody having a goal intention, and so the research that I read recently was um, if I see a spider, so there's this research about how do we get people, phobias or fears or overwhelm. So a goal intention in this research was if I see a, f- if I see a spider, I will not get frightened because they were trying to help people overcome their fear of spiders. Whereas an implementation intention is that if I see a spider, then I will keep calm and relax. So you're countering uh, the, you know, you're giving your body its next steps. You're giving your brain and your mind your next steps. So like that example, you know, instead of just sabotage as a whole, it's, you know, when I want to get up and, um, you know, distract myself and or whatever it is, like this is why you have to zoom out and really understand how and what you do to sabotage because part of the strategy to stopping it will be giving yourself an alternative, an implementation intention. So an if, then, you know, and so, you know, you can also use it for positive in a um, – you know, a workflow space of like, if I sit down and get this done, then I get to go and have a coffee or go for a walk or, you know, go for lunch or whatever it might be, right? You get that result. In the same way, you could also probably use that in a sense of like, if I get this done, then I'm one step closer to launching my online course. My online course will then allow me to make this amount of money that amount of money will then allow me to leave my job, right? Um, that's a whole nother podcast in itself, but just a little tip there. But unless you start to catch and become aware of the exact actions, thoughts, feelings, and ways in which it is playing out in your life and almost pinpointing it, right, and giving yourself – because once you bring it into awareness – then it's spotlighting it. You've told your brain, hey, when you do this, that's sabotage. You think that it's, you know, because of that, like you're too tired, but it's actually where you're sabotaging yourself. And you can put things in place like, you know, if I am too tired, what do I need to do then to make sure that I have more energy? I need to go to bed earlier or I need to have a deeper sleep and or I need to not be on my phone in my bed, you know. So there's lots all of once you I guess it's once you diagnose the problem, then you can start to come up with the solutions. Okay. Let's do some strategies. (laughs) Um, You've probably heard it before, but you've got to have purpose to what you're doing. And so if you find yourself being like, 
yeah, I'm just not taking action, I'm avoiding, or, you know, you're sabotaging yourself, um, then go back and, and really connect to the purpose. Why are you doing this? You know, why do you want to achieve this? And maybe it's because you, the purpose isn't strong enough as well. You know, that can is a really big avoidance strategy of like, do I really want to be doing this or am I doing it because, you know, I set out to do it five years ago and, you know, I think that's what I should be doing or this is what everybody else is doing or, you know, whatever that might be. So you've got to give that deep sense of why. And I think for me where I've noticed it, you know, in business but in life as well, I had enough experience the other day. Um, I was having a lazy day around the house and it was a bit of a mess and I heard a knock or like my door buzz and I was like, and I remembered that my landlord was like in town about to like wanted to see, you know, pop in and see the space and um, and I just instantly jumped up and was like, oh, my God, I have to clean the house <laughs> uh, because the, I had such a deep purpose of like, I mean, I don't know if that's a good example, but it's like, you know, that feeling of being like, oh, shit, I have to do something about this now and all of a sudden you're like sprung into action. Um but I think also the the times, and I've actually heard this multiple times with our podcast guests, and I remember it really clearly for me, is that when the pain of of sabotaging yourself and not taking action and sitting in the wings and not doing anything about your dreams and goals becomes more painful than the fear of failure or shame or having to sacrifice or discipline or make changes or go without so you can reinvest, all of those things, when that pain becomes greater than the, the fear of failure and taking action and all of the things on the other side of actually doing the action, doing the thing, then you can often be spurred into it and I see it's a lot of the times I think when people come for coaching they're just like all right I'm so sick of me trying to figure this out or you know I'm I'm I keep trying to figure it out and I just don't know what to do and it becomes so frustrating or painful or you know just oh, like yeah that moment where they're just like okay I'm, I'm I need to get an outside perspective I need to do something about this I need to you know outsource or get a coach or whatever um so that's uh you don't try to avoid getting to that place it's never nice <laughs> but it always spurs you into action okay so what is the purpose to your task do you really want it how bad do you want it and you can't be what you can't see it's like my favorite quote at the moment so committing to visualizing you know putting imagery up finding evidence like you know getting really real about what it is that you're trying to create and that's a really big one if you feel like you're not worthy of of the end result of what you're trying to achieve then fill your tank up with visualizations of what is the future you you know what is your new life what does what is on the other side of that action visualize it and really start to get comfortable with it. Get that person outside of you who says, yep, cool, I can see your plans, I see what you're trying to create. Yes, it is possible and get, you know, that's my job as a coach is to validate it or to tweak it and to give, you know, a really practical visual, this is how I've seen it work for other people. So, of course, it's possible. Now we just got to get you believing that it's possible. And if you can't do that for yourself, 
then, yeah, get the friends, the family, the colleagues, the business coaches, the mentors, the support groups around you to help. Um, And then also knowing that a sabotage behavior is often a learnt behavior, right? It's like you're validating your current existence. You're looking around you and you're in your comfort zone. So sabotaging yourself means you don't have to leave that comfort zone. But in the same way, discipline and taking action and getting shit done. And I get this feedback a lot where people are like, you're so busy and, you know, look at the things that you've achieved and, and you know, how do you, you know, juggling so many things. But I mean, I'm not always the best at it, but I definitely like look at myself every now and again. I'll be like, yeah, look, I'm working really hard. I've learned to discipline myself in in my work week also because from day one, I visualized and saw where I am today. And even when there wasn't outside evidence to show me that, I still energetically, emotionally visualized working for myself full time doing what I love. And I I love what I do. <laughs> I get up every day and I'm like, what's my next cool thing? Or like I look at my to-do list and it's exciting. It doesn't mean I don't sabotage myself as well, but coming back to why I'm doing it always helps. And then knowing that everyone that you see that is taking action and that has results has worked hard for it. And I remember noticing that really early on because it's easy to think and create a story in our heads that people get it easy or they had wins or they're better than me or, you know, whatever reasons we give ourselves as to why somebody else can have it and we can't. It's often what I noticed is that it's actually learnt behaviour. They're working hard. They're disciplining. They're going without. They're creating habits that create space, that upskill themselves they outsource and learn from people outside of them and so knowing that learning to undo or to override the sabotage is a discipline it is hard work it's a learnt behavior and if it was easy everybody would be doing it so don't expect sabotage to just dissolve know that you're going to have to work really hard at times to override some of these this learnt behavior that's trying to serve the belief system of who you think you are but when you start to go no I can be bigger than this and I am worthy and you start to feed yourself that evidence um, you will find ways to override that behavior and be like no I'm not staying small I'm not doing this anymore I want this bad enough and I'm willing to do what it takes in order to 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 learn how to push through the barriers that are keeping me small and sabotaging my own success. Okay, there's a couple of other strategies I have for you, which is to make time, you know, um, things get done in the time that you allow. And that's a universal law. And we've talked about it before many of times, um, but you have to create the time. And I think Sabotage can also be activated really quickly when we don't have a really clear plan and we don't know what our practical next steps are and we don't know why we're doing what we're doing and, we yeah, we don't have that clear way forward. 
And so we can kind of fluff about and, you know, do one thing here and then get distracted or, you know, we're doing something but we're not really quite sure how it's going to serve the business or, you know, whatever that might be. But when you have a really clear plan, then you can actually carve out the time to sit down and say, okay, now that I know where I'm going and set that big, you know, five years, then break it down into 12 months, six months, one month. And I did this recently with a client. We sat down and they were just like, I'm really overwhelmed. And I was like, great, let's do short term, medium term and long term goals. You know, let's just break down all of these big visions and goals and things that you want and put them into a, into an achievable timeline. And then let's prioritize them. And then now that you've got that plan, it makes it easier to make time for it. But no one's going to give you the time. You literally, you know, you have to carve it out. And that's again, comes back to how bad do you want it? Will you find the time to actually take action on this plan? But if you know where you're going and what you're doing and why you're doing it and you have that plan, then it's easier to be to carve out the time. So you can look at that and be like, all right, how much time will I need? Cool, I need two hours a week. Where am I going to find that time? And that's where the discipline and that's where the, the sacrifices and, you know, the habit building comes into place. Um, and I think just with that one as well, it's really important to uh, make sure that they're achievable goals, okay? So you don't want to, you know, be realistic with it, be realistic with what is the goal that you're setting out to achieve and what is the action that needs to be done and, you know, what is the realistic timeline. Because I think sabotage can really show up when we are striving to, you know, grow to the, you know, that's the so the social media downfall is that we're like, I want to be that overnight success. I want all of those things that that person is doing but it really takes small, simple steps, achievable steps along the way. So breaking it down into what you can achieve with the resources and the time that you do have available to you and get really real with that, you know. Okay, well, if you if you were to do an audit of your life, what resources can you realistically give? What time can you realistically give? What energy and focus can you realistically give? And start there and stay in your lane, <laughs> Because the moment that you start to compare yourself or be like, you know, I have to be at the desk this many times, hours a day, and I should be doing this and that, um, of course, you're going to go into sabotage because it's overwhelm. You know, you get flooded with, well, I'm not getting anywhere. And then the self-talk starts and it's just easier to sabotage, you know, very unconsciously because you're trying to relieve the pain of the anxiety and the stress that you've put on yourself to try and keep up appearances or move at a certain rate when realistically that might not be right for you. Uh, okay. Remove distractions is another one. Um, you know, again, that's the time blocking thing of the if then when uh, strategy of, okay, you know, for me, it's getting up and recording early in the morning and um, yeah, making sure that I sit down and discipline myself. And one of the ways that I do that is that I have my podcast, I will set my podcast mic up. And so when my podcast mic is set up on my in my workspace rather than packed down and out of sight, then I'm 
have the thought of I should I need to record a podcast and it's already set up and so I remove the resistance, I remove the distractions, I move the remove the ability to be like, oh, it's too hard, you know, but too many steps between setting the mic up and, you know, getting a quiet time in the day or making sure my phone's not going to ring or I don't have to be on a phone call. Um, for me, it's like, great, well, recording early in the morning before I have clients for the day, um, when it's quiet and my mind feels clearer and I haven't jumped into emails yet and my mic is set up, I'm removing the resistance and the distractions between um, the thought I need to do a podcast and the action. Again, another thing probably for me was saying to social media, what do you want to hear? gave me really, it gave me really clear ideas rather than me having to do them all or try and guess. And then from there I had a list and I could sit down and go, yes, this one I feel passionate about or clear about and is a a topic we haven't covered. Um, So removing those distractions and, and resistance to taking action will help to avoid sabotage. Okay, the last, actually second last one is to celebrate success because back to why we might be sabotaging ourselves and if, if we think that we aren't worthy or we don't have what it takes, celebrating your successes and your wins gives you evidence that you can do it. And that's the, you know, the one small promise to yourself every single day and celebrate it hard. I don't care how small it is, but you can celebrate and say, look, I said I would do this thing and I did it. And that's giving a really strong evidence neuropathway that says I set out to achieve something and I did it and then you can grow and expand that and the more you give energy and focus and celebrate it, the more likely you are to have the self-belief that you've got what it takes, yeah, and you create momentum and that momentum and I read this this morning actually, I think it's physics that says things in motion are more likely to keep taking action or keep growing and, and expanding and things that have stopped are more like, are less likely to get going again. So that little tiny momentum, no matter how small it is. Okay. And then I think you really want to finally, my last point, which is something that I work really hard on, is catching the thoughts and really notice yourself. And again, back to where we started, which was when you're aware of the behavior of where you sabotage yourself, you're more likely to be aware of it and the thoughts as well. So throughout the day, it's about short circuiting them. And sometimes it's like, you know, me with my podcast, Mike, it's like, don't even think about it, just sit down and do it. And that if then when example about the spider research, the research shows that a goal intention, which is if I see a spider, I won't get scared, I won't get scared or frightened, is a goal intention. But if you give yourself an action, so if I see a spider, then I'll be calm and not react, then your body, it's actually reducing the cognitive load and that's a pattern that you're creating, right? So the same, they talk about this a lot with habit building. When my alarm goes off, I will just get up, you know, and and giving an action to a either outside stimulus or a inside 
emotional response. So if I feel overwhelmed, I will do one thing on my to-do list or I will take a big deep breath um, or I will say myself, you know, like for me at the moment, every time I look at my to-do list and I feel overwhelmed, I say to myself and I, you know, I go, I go into that, you know, real spiral of like, ah, oh, like I don't know what to do first because there's all these things that need to be done and they're all so urgent and, you know, it feels like my brain scatters in a billion different directions trying to get it all done at once um, and my instant thought is then to say time is on my side and, you know, I am limitless and time is on my side. Um, so yeah, so giving yourself those the um, counters to the the limiting beliefs, the times in that we sabotage, um, but you can't do that unless you know what they are and become aware of them first. Okay, hope that helps, guys, with sabotage. Try and catch it. Know that you are capable of rewiring this. Um, a lot of the time it's unconscious, but we can bring that into conscious awareness. Once we're aware of it and we can see it, then we can start to put some of these strategies in place to counter it and to to take action rather than avoid and sabotage. And if you can get onto this early as possible and catch them, and it doesn't mean it's going to go away forever, but you will avoid the pain of that, you know, breaking point of like, oh my God, I just have to do something about it. Um, because that's always a really frustrating place to be. And sometimes it comes from burnout. Sometimes it comes from, you know, frustration and pain in yourself, which can also, you know, frustration and pain in a human being is can't not affect the people around them and their own health as well. So, yeah, making sure that you can catch it and take care of yourself. We all do it. It happens to the best of us, um, but it is something that you can catch, you can rewire, you can understand, and you can take charge of. Let me know how you go and uh, get in touch if you'd like some help. Uh, I do a productivity coaching, which is where we cover off. We go into a, develop this really big intake form that helps you to identify what your limiting beliefs will be. Um, and then we do sessions. We do an hour and a half of broken up into a couple of sessions and we really start to figure out where your unconscious patterning might be and then which of the strategies we need to best implement in order for you to create a productive, flowing way of taking action, um, really clear goals and the mindset and tools to, you know, apply exactly to what might be happening, you know, unconsciously for you. Uh, so that's our productivity coaching, which is on our website, or you can flick me an email, Kayleen, K-A-Y-L-E-N-E at startupcreative.com.au. All right, guys, enjoy the day and let me know how you go. 